Well, hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> My brother well, still looks so confused as to how this is even happening right now. It's pretty funny. Modern technology, Robert. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm just used to like uh, not not all typewriters. No, <laughs> the print and press. <laughs> Yeah, back in my day, <laughs> we used Apple II's at school, and we liked it. You can't oh, say no. that you're younger than me. Both of you are younger than me. You can't say that. I'm 29 and old now. I belong in the grave. Oh, my God. Well, speaking of your birthday, <laughs> how was your weekend? It was very eventful. I won't be participating much because I did not watch a single second of football. Not one? Mm. Not coherently enough for me to remember and, and speak about. Okay, fair enough. But don't worry, I'll make my presence known. <laughs> no worries How, here. So what did you do this weekend then? I went wine tasting. Okay. I went to Happy on Friday and then hookah on Friday with some friends. And then with family and friends, I went wine tasting all day Saturday and then hookahing again. And then drunkenly ate pizza and watched reality TV on Saturday night. And then... Sounds like a winning Saturday. Went to brunch on Sunday morning so I could avoid my hangover. And then tried to watch the game. However, the bartender was the most drunk individual I've ever like met in my whole life. And he prevented that. Wow. They also claimed they couldn't change the TVs. Uh, they weren't playing the Redskins game? No, I had to play it on my phone. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then he was kind of extra, and then um, if he, it was a little difficult to pay attention to the game because he was talking about how how drunk he was and how he's had sex with people like in the drunkenest times, I guess, and how one time he was in college and the dorm lights went out and he like had sex with this girl like in five different places. It was wild. Thank you. Exactly. Oh that, wow. That face like. How am I supposed to pay attention to a football game? I'm not even asking you to talk to me, but this is like, it was wild. And then, um, so for this segment, I will not be speaking about a game, however. Damn, when you asked about my week, you're just like, fuck me, bitch. <laughs> wow. Okay, how was your week? How was your week? You know what? My week was shit. But <laughs> last night, la- this, this shit, I got to tell you this. So okay. for the first time in my entire life, like literally the first time, I received an unsolicited dick pic that shook me to my core. Like <laughs> I felt offended. Like I had just gotten bludgeoned in the head with something. Like it was three a.m. and I could not go back to sleep till five thirty. Like, no one I was really wants dick pics. Like, I'm just... I love dick pics. I what? love dick pics. I I will look at anybody's dick. I mean, I just feel like it's interesting. Oh, I know. But, I like, showed you. But there is any dick this... pic I get, Ricky sees. What? Any dick pic I get, you see. Yeah, like I need them. Like I, I, I feed off of dick pics. So like the oh, fact God. that this was, I, anyways, this guy's in my class. He, he's in your class, and he sent you a dick pic at three a.m. In my class, he's in my class. All right. He, he's okay. in my class. I'd never even seen him as like a sexual being, like period, just like at all, like just not a thing I thought about. Didn't know he was queer, like. And then he didn't even like introduce himself. It was just like a pic- full frontal picture. Oh, dick wow. hanging super. This is also the biggest dick I think I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> like this thing looked like a fucking toilet snake. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I 
oh god so like i had to text my classmate i was like is this is he really is this really him like i had to screenshot the face and like send it like yeah so now oh, it's wow, class this guy his face i screenshot it it was the like full frontal like that's ballsy 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 so i have to have class with him tomorrow afternoon <laughs> Did you did you reply? So that would be interesting. Say, huh? Did you, it? did you say anything? Like um, did I didn't know. So so you messaged me on Grinder and was just like, here's the pic, and it was like looking, which is basically like, are you looking for sex? And I was like, I was like, wait, is this who I think it is? So I messaged him and was like, yo, is this you? And he just said LOL, like didn't like confirm or deny. So I'm that's when I was that's like, yes. I was like, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Like, let me zoom in. Like, that's when I sent the screenshot to my, like, of just his face, not the whole thing, but just his face to my other girl, this other girl in my class. And she's like, no, that's definitely him. Um, and then I was like, looking at the profile, and it was completely blank. It just said 21 years old. And I was like, no, there's no way 21 years old. Like, we're in a PhD program. Like, like it's not, no, you're not 21 years old. So I was like, well, wait, you can't be this person because, like, you wouldn't be 21. He's like, I'm not 21. I just, like, put that there. So then I'm sitting here like, wow, this is definitely the fucking guy. So I'm like thinking of like, what, what should I say? What should I do? Blah, blah, blah. I put my phone down, went to the bathroom, came back and was about to like mess, like figure out what to respond to. And he blocked me. Oh, wow. So, I mean, which people do, like if you're not interested, because then you can't go back and look at the photo anymore. Yeah. But I was like, I already got what I needed. I got a screenshot of the face and I'll never forget that dick. So like, I'm all... <laughs> I don't need the photo anymore. Um, yeah, that was that was this my is how, early morning. Um, women in America feel because Every I don't. Day. I don't really know anyone that asks for a dick pic. Like, I don't think that's what. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, they're usually just sent and like they're not wanted, and then so it's more of a. And it's so unfortunate because then it always turns into like uh not a laughing at it, but it's always shared with your friends. Like then you like yeah, it's it's just I mean I, mean, I get lots of like videos, dick pics from like friend yeah. like people I talk to, I just wake up and there's like a random video like masturbation video and I like that's a present. Like it's like fun. So I like No, thank you. I'm not interested <laughs> at that ever. Fair it's enough. It's not a present, that's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. well on that note delete um <laughs> on that note what so you said you weren't talking about the game for your this segment what were you gonna talk about so at this crazy hotel where this crazy ass drunk bartender worked i hope he doesn't get in trouble although we are yeah it's fine it's not like we're really popular or anything but anyway um the falcons were staying there at the hotel um the team the whole damn team why they chose this hotel i do not know but all the bartenders were talking about how crazy ratchet the hose that came with them were and with the players with the players yes and that showed up knowing that the players were there and how they would come and they would like spend 150 dollars and tip three dollars how they would try and charge everything to the room how this one girl really tried it. She came on Sunday at like noon. Duh, the game starts at one. She came at noon and still tried to charge her whole tab to the room. So luckily the bartender was intelligent and like went on the computer in the hotel to see like if it was if it was possible. And the room had already been like closed out, checked out everything. So this bitch just walked out on her fucking tab. Just, yeah. 
I, I mean, wow. if this happens in the middle of, I mean, it wasn't in D.C. It wasn't in, like, a big town. It was, like, in a <clears throat> suburb city. So it's not, like, if if this happens here, then this happens everywhere. And I just don't understand how people deal with this. This is kind of wild. I didn't know the hoes show up at hotels and just, like. Absolutely. If I like, was you a hoe, know, I would but like sure to actually to actually be there, like, isn't it weird? I don't know. I don't know. I'll take you to the hotel where it was. It wasn't like anything crazy. I mean, I assume that players probably stay out of the crazier hotels to avoid like all the traffic. Like the bigger the other hotels are gonna be bigger and they have more people. More likely to get like. Oh my gosh! We said that the Giants were staying there, and I'm ready to roll, run up on Eli. Can't wait. You want to run up? Oh my god! Up on Eli, I'm gonna ask him some questions. Exclusive here, here first. I know where the Giants are staying, and I will be there. I will. So, my game of the week. (laughs) You, you (laughs) did you watch uh, Cowboys Titans last night? No, I went to sleep. Damn. I had my kids. I didn't leave my kids' house last night until like ten thirty, eleven. Fair enough. Well, Cowboys got beat down. I don't know how you get two fumbles. You score opening to draft touchdown. Then you get two fumbles back to back, and you still manage to lose the game. I don't know how that works. All I saw is I woke um, up, and I went on Instagram, and I saw that Stephen A. Smith was hilarious. <laughs> Always hilarious. Um, and I saw that Skip Bayless got mad and threw all his Dallas stuff in the trash can, which was also equally hilarious. I saw Michael Irvin r- running around arguing with Stephen A. sweating bullets. And had really? This come up. Yeah, this woman was, like, coming up in the back to, like, pat him down. <laughs> That's funny. I'll have to watch that now. It's like, damn. Um, I yeah, already just... successfully navigated my bet with Sam that I have just failed at it, so now I have to do something else. I don't actually have to praise the Cowboys. Anymore. Oh, that's good. It's not like I was doing it well anyway, but, right. you know. Well, they were asking Jerry if he thinks that he's going to let Dak go. Um, what about Jason Garrett? They Obviously said no. Well. Um, yeah, he said there'll be no coaching changes in season either, is what he says. I mean, people say this shit all the time. But, um... Yeah, I think it's, like, a little early to be calling for Dak's head, but definitely Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett's time is up. It's been over for you. Yeah, it's not it's not worth it. And then Amari Cooper played for the first time. He got a first touchdown. Yeah. He looked looked fine. Yeah. I still don't know if it was worth a first-round pick, but he looked fine. I know. That was the best meme I saw of everything was, like, oh, what happens if you lose the rest of your games? You'll at least get your first round. Wait, you won't. <laughs> that was great. Died on that, too. That was fabulous. I mean, I just would, again, if it was, like, a player who wasn't about to be off his rookie contract, like, I'm not, no. it's That's too high. Zach isn't that good either, so I'm, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back with uh, team check-ins and meet our guest who you have Hey, back. Yes. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Good. Okay, good. The rising commercial. <laughs> for free let me stop wait it's sprint uh, now didn't they steal him 
Yeah. They stole him, but not the slogan. Oh, I don't think they can steal the slogan. Exactly. Copyright. Yeah. Um, so wait, welcome. but you didn't watch the game, so I can't ask you what the fuck happened to your Redskins. I told I, you know, we're gonna lose. It's fine. I even had the opportunity to go to the game, and I just didn't. Um, like our team is done. Great. We have 100 million injuries. Fabulous. Like, I did watch the first quarter when we were kind of in it still, and then. You know, then that man started talking about his, like, sexual crazy escapades. So it was a little, it was, like, stressful. Hard to focus, yeah. So, wait, so you said you have a lot of injuries. So I know what I saw. Brandon Sheriff, torn peck, right, is out. Yes, Richardson is out for the rest of the season, which is unfortunate because he just started to get, like, I'm not going to say hot, but some type of connection with, (laughs) with Alex Smith, like, more than one reception a game you know he was getting in the groove so that's a little upsetting because he definitely need that needed that like wide receiver presence right um you know and jay jay gruden has been saying it all season as long as we stay away from injuries we have a really solid team and that didn't really happen anymore so now you know i feel like we have we had a really great offensive line and now that is shot in a couple of places i believe trent williams is injured too not for the whole season but i think he's no, injured again. i think so yeah out for the whole season Some surgery, yeah. well great damn you know now all we need is jordan reed in the next two weeks and we'll be hitting our fucking uh quota well, you've had chris thompson too so yeah with both ribs and everything yep. yeah jordan reed is the last one damn who do you guys have next week next week is are the bucks i believe yeah. Well, that could be easy pickings. Again. Although I saw that you guys are averaging 20 points a game, and that's not going to beat the fucking Bucks. I like, mean, their defense sucks, but they put up points. Yes. I, I don't even know what to say about our offense anymore. We have, like, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to pull out of their ass, honestly. Hmm. We'll see. But... I feel like there's, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. We just need to win our division game and we'll be set. And clearly the Cowboys and Giants will be not a problem at this point. Just the Eagles you play twice, so that will be the determining factor for our division. Our short-lived playoff run or not. Damn. I know, stressful. Well, on a better note, introduce us to your brother. This is my little brother. His name is Robert. Hi, Robert. I'm related to her, unfortunately. What do you mean? You love her? He just made me... He just made me... Came out firing shots. Lies. He likes to talk a big game, but him and his wonderful wife just made me some, like, bomb homemade pizza, like, five different kinds. So, yeah, he talks a lot of shit, but doesn't back it up. Um... And he's a Green Bay Packers fan, right? He is a Green Bay Packers fan. Okay. So, here you guys go. So, I just... Take it off. I want to know, I mean, open the question, because I've had to tell my story. Um, so, like, as someone who grew up in the, in the D.C. area, how did you end up a Green Bay Packers fan? Uh, when they won, I don't remember what number Super Bowl it was, but uh, the 90, 96 Super Bowl that they beat the Patriots. Oh. That's my first football memory. Okay. So I kind of just latched on to them then. So I I remember them losing the next year to the Elway Broncos. I remember them going four and twelve in like two thousand and two or two thousand and three. I remember losing to the Giants in 07. I mean I I remember all these horrible and wonderful things. And you know I got to see a Super Bowl that I remember. 
Right, right. So kind of a similar story to me. You kind of watched this first Super Bowl and then fell in love with the team. I mean, we lost the one I saw, but um, yeah, it's just seeing them on that big stage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's yeah. It's, it's like my first football memory. I don't really remember watching the Redskins or the Ravens when they first came here. It wasn't really a, a you know, sharp memory. I think. So your house is not a Redskins house? Mm-hmm. Well... Our mother does not like to watch sports. She likes to pretend she does. Okay. But she gets stressed out by anything. Like, she can't even watch Robert. She can't watch a Green Bay game because Robert likes them and Robert is her son. And she gets stressed out because of that. And it's like this weird thing. I don't know. I Like, I don't even watch the Redskins games with her because she doesn't like, she will not watch a whole game. She can't watch, like, Maryland basketball when they're in, like, tournament. No way. She can't watch. the Caps game. I came home the day the Caps won um, the Stanley Cup, and I happened to, like, I was working, so I wasn't really paying attention, and I was downstairs, and I happened to, I was like, oh, I, want, I should Google it to see if they won or not. I saw that there was 36 seconds left in the game, and they were up by two goals, I think. Yeah. I went upstairs. I was like, hey, mom, like, we should watch this. Like, this is like a moment. Like, you like the caps. Like, this is a cool thing to DC championship. No, no. There's too much time left in the game. No, I'm like, mom, there's 36 seconds. No, (laughs) no. Like, crazy. Yeah. She's, I don't know what she is. I'm not sure. Wow. I would not have guessed. She seems so laid back. She gets, she, the, the last time the Redskins were in the, the playoffs, seriously. Um, she probably chain smoked an entire pack of cigarettes. <laughs> she cleaned like every room in the house that didn't have a TV. <laughs> Everything she could possibly, and it was it was like the game within a game. Just watching her run around the house like She'll a madwoman. She'll even get mad if like it's an important game and like I'm watching because I'm very animated, or I'll at least like yell and something happens, and she'll get irritated that she can hear a yell because she doesn't know. If it's like a good gal and she assumes it's a bad gal and she gets upset, like it's very entertaining. Robert has friends that will like come over just to watch my mom watch the game. <laughs> She's a spectator sport. Yeah. Yeah, Susie is a yes, a spectator sport. Oh man. So before we get into the whole twelve verse twelve thing, can you recap the game for me as a as a Packers fan? Like how did you feel about just this past game? Um I it was a lot more competitive than the final score um, just because it was tied all the way up through the third quarter, partway through the third. Yeah. Um, I think it was tied entering the fourth, right? Yeah. Uh, was it entering the fourth? I think so. When it was, I don't remember when that last touchdown was scored. I, by the time they scored, because they scored those last two qu- pretty quickly. Yeah, we I scored two in the fourth. So I think it Two was, in the fourth? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean, and and I don't know if you feel this way, but the, the Patriots really had to, like, whip out the playbook. I mean, wide receiver passes, yeah. crazy stuff like that. So I, I was pretty okay with the showing. Um, it kind of sucked towards the uh, the end of the game when you know my entire defensive back uh, core was either thrown out of the game or hurt. How did you feel about the ejection? I hated it. I've seen that happen probably two hundred times since I've been watching football, and never yeah. once was it an ejection. I mean, I just keep thinking of. Um, I mean, obviously, I was like, I I didn't really care about it, but um, I. <laughs> I thought something might have happened off camera because it was weird. They threw the flag up. They talked about it. And then I felt like he was escorted over and Mike McCarthy didn't freak out. So, like, I was thinking if they all seemed to be like, okay, come on in the back, like, maybe something else happened. But apparently that's not the case. 
it was just a slap to the head, which I yeah, do I- think is bullshit. Um, and it made me think of Josh Norman and OBJ. I mean, they were about the street brawl out there. Nobody got ejected from that game. Yes. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, the the rule is it's like uh, it, I, it's most of the time they only eject when it's a punch. So like when uh, like Crabtree and Talib went at it and they yes. were throwing punches, they got thrown because they were throwing punches. But I mean, you'll see people like it, it was almost. I mean, you could even say he was like pushing him away. You know, he was slapping him away from him, but it wasn't like a. You know, it was a 15-yard penalty. It's a penalty, you know, regardless. But I, I, I can't believe he got ejected for that. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think that was crazy, and it definitely changed the complexion of the game a little bit. Like it didn't show up immediately, but I think it might have been tighter through the end if he if Jair Alexander was still around. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy, but I mean, we're three, four, and one, so I, I think we're kind of out of the playoff race. We have to go on, you know, a nice five-game run, which is possible because we're playing a lot of how do you feel about kirk and the vikings i mean well one they lost the bills i mean got beaten down by the they got destroyed by the bills which is sad are you on my team of fuck kirk like no and he's fine kirk is great michelle ricky loves he's he's fine he's no rex grossman but he's fine oh my gosh Sexy Rexy. I love Sexy Rexy. He is my favorite non like. Just because it caused me so much misery. (laughs) Like, I beat my boyfriend in high school by like. I was in the championship of our fantasy football league, and that was when Rex played for the Bears, and he had a horrible game. And my, my, the person, he was winning, and I ended up winning because Rex got like minus six points. Because that was his quarterback. Because it was Rex Grossman was his quarterback. Yeah. I won because of Rex's incompetence. I only thought defenses could do negative points in fantasy. Oh, no. He threw, I think he threw like four picks, yeah. and one of them was a pick six, and he had like 150 yards. And then my team yeah. picked him. So that was great when the Redskins got him. I was thrilled. Damn. With that acquisition. Yeah. Again, we've had terrible quarterbacks. So, like, I'm chilling with Alex Smith. I'm okay. Like, we've had Mark Brunel, Rex Grossman, Jason Campbell, Donovan, Todd Collins, Donovan, Donovan yeah, Yeah. Colt McCoy. Oh, Oh, shit. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one. He's still on the roster, right? Isn't he a backup? I think he's third string. Oh, okay. Damn, is he? I don't know who the backup is because we have the rookie. I thought that we drafted. Oh, okay. But he did pretty well in um, the preseason. I'm pretty sure they both did equally. I don't think that's a conversation. I think if Alex Smith goes down, we just give up. <laughs> yeah, it's a wrap. Just pack it yeah, all in. Put the practice squad on the t- on the field. <laughs> it's gonna we're gonna do what the Giants are doing pretty much. Like whoever damn. <laughs> Whoops. Yikes. Not my problem. It's not my team yet, so we'll see what happens when we get there. Well, from my perspective, the game uh, on Sunday, I thought that our offense underwhelmed. Um, I mean, we only have one passing touchdown, and our offense is prolifically based on, you know, our passing efficiency in the red zone. So I was a little disappointed for that. This sh- we got shut out completely in the third quarter. And I think that's when you start seeing the trick plays and stuff come out because we had to get some kind of juice going because we had nothing. In the- yeah, well, it's also the first, the, like one of the uh, uh, more recent games where Brady was really getting pressured. I mean, he yes. got sacked, he got sacked twice. twice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, that's true. That's true. And I, um, we didn't have Sony Michelle, which kind of limited the play acting. I mean, they were doing it with Cordero for that one quarter. They gassed you guys. Was second? Yeah, he gassed you guys in the in the second quarter. Um, but it just it wasn't the same. Like I, I could tell we were missing pieces. Um, so the fact that we won in like one pretty convincingly, I think, like Brady did his magic in the fourth. I think he had a per, yeah, like perfect passer rating, six for six. Um, so I was happy with that. But I think the real story is our defense because Stefan Gilmore played life, like he played life, lights out. Like it was just amazing. And he's been on a, a tear for a minute now, um, which is like, okay, that was a, I was questioning that pickup when Bill made it a couple of years ago, but I, I see it, I see it. Um, and then the pressure we get on Rodgers, like they were keeping him in the pocket. Um, we didn't get sacked. We didn't get the sacks as often as I would like, but they were always on him. You know what I mean? So I thought our defense really showed up, and that was the, the big story for me um, of the game. And, of course, I'm happy that we won. Uh, who do you guys have next week? Uh, we are playing Miami, so who knows? Oh, that. Our, uh, our division rival. Yeah. Isn't that your Achilles heel, like the Patriots? <sighs> it's just it's my, playing in Only Miami. in Miami. Yeah, it's in- playing in Miami, yeah. yeah. You know, Brady's old ass in that heat is just it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> The lungs are- a lot. I mean, honestly, if my ass was playing on the football field in like 90 degrees, there's no way I'm doing anything. It's going to be a mess. Number one, you couldn't play on a football field in any type of heat or cold. Facts. Big facts. Or environment. Or Ma- <laughs> massive, massive facts. Could you imagine running 100 yards? No. Once. Only <laughs> wow. one time. One time. No. One play and you're done. Honestly, one Back deep route and I, like, literally need oxygen. Like, I need to be carried <laughs> off the field. Like, it's going to be a problem. Uh, so, yeah, it, yeah, it wouldn't work out for me. How do you um, feel about the receiver, uh, the receiving core? Um, as same as it is most years. I mean, we got... I mean, Valdez Gantling looks... He looked good. He looked... Yeah, he looked good. Um, but then it'll... It's kind of like the Saints where you'll have a standout game from one of them and then they'll disappear for three or four weeks. We haven't really had a number one style receiver since like the Greg Jennings, Jordy Nelson kind of era, like five, six years ago. I feel like Devontae Adams is becoming that though. I, yeah, but he'll just disappear for a couple weeks. That I mean, I, I to me, I can't remember the last time the Packers had someone like a uh, – like a grunt for you guys, for, for the Patriots. Like a receiver where like, yeah, that's the guy to go to. It's always like, oh, it's going to be Adams this week. It's going to be Geronimo Allison this week. Right, Randall Cobb. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, Graham. Oh, he's going to have a standout week this week, but then he'll probably disappear next week. You know, like he won't catch a touchdown for three games. So, I, I, you know, it's it's kind of the same that I'm used to. The, the team is Rodgers, and then hopefully someone on offense or defense shows up that week. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel every week. So I was so I was listening to um, I think it's Get Nick right. It was some podcast, and they were talking about how for a lot of Packers fans, like people in Green Bay, it's like yes, it's like just Rodgers and always a team around him that's crumbling. But like you have those are like pretty good skill players. Like I mean, they were they when they shut one down, someone else popped up during this game. Like Jimmy Graham made some uh, plays. Marquez Valdez Scantley made plays. Devontae Adams still got a TD. Um, the running game was working. I feel like it was really at the end, like on him to win that game, and he didn't do that. Um, um 
I actually give a lot of fault to coaching. Okay. Because uh, no matter what you try to do, you still have to kind of reinvent yourself. And they've run the same kind of offense for, gosh, uh, a decade now. Well, I read an article that said that a lot of it does go on McCarthy because, like, he relies too much on Rogers and his, like, playmaking his, his, his playmaking yeah. ability. Like, he expects Rogers to come out of his ass. Not expects, but he doesn't, like, variate plays. He doesn't provide anything except expecting Rogers to just come out of his ass with a win. Well, like, the, what I was really upset about was, uh, how many years has it been now? It's been uh, four years since Andy Reid went to Kansas City. I was I wanted Andy Reid well, as been... that yeah because I, he oh, he wow. a great yeah. offense. I mean, he would have had the best quarterback he's that ever had. He I was talking to this with one of my friends. Uh, Reid started in Green Bay. That's where he got you know he gained prominence as a, a skills coach. But it you know. I, it's just the same offense. It's, you know, Rodgers rolling out. And, like, yeah. It changed the whole shape of the NFL. Like, yeah. that could have potentially been, like, a Golden State situation. But uh, I, it's, it's, it's kind of, like, that's crazy. It's, but it's kind of like an organizational thing. I, yeah. you know, we've never, I was upset when uh, the Bears traded for Khalil Mack. I mean, um, that would have been the perfect player for Green Bay to have. That would have been a premier disrupt their own defense that they haven't had since Matthews was in his like third or fourth year because yeah, I like him, but Matthews isn't the same kind of player he was when he first came in the league. I mean, naturally. Yeah. Um, see, it's so weird. Like I don't, I don't even think about like big signings like that. It would make me, it would make me anxious if we'd like made a bit like when we signed Gilmore, I was like, Oh God, like it's a big investment. Like you can't just get out of it. I like Bill, like picking off like people's B team players, C team players, and like trying to make something out of it and seeing if it works. Like it feels low risk, high reward. Where like, I mean, Khalil Mack, obviously he's showing doing big things in Chicago. But if that just wasn't enough to turn around the defense, would do you feel like it would have hampered you in other ways? No, because I don't think we we get a ton from a lot of our draft picks, anyways. Hmm. Like you'll you'll be like, oh yeah, Green Bay builds from the draft, and they do this, and then I go, okay, well, this guy was a third rounder, this guy was a seventh rounder, this guy was, uh, you know, unsigned free agent, that kind of stuff. It's it's never like, oh, you got that premier guy. I mean, the last one we had was Ha Ha Clinton Dix, and he's gone now because they didn't want to pay him. Yeah, he's on my team. Yeah. So yeah. that's 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 part. Of, but I I mean I think about that stuff all the time, going all the way back to like 2007, when uh, Marshawn Lynch got traded to the uh, the Seahawks. Way way back in the day, that was that was my I was crazy because Green Bay was in the was talking about trading for him, mm-hmm. and I was nuts for that, and that would have changed the whole league too. I mean, there's the I I remember these things, and I think about them. A decent amount. I wouldn't say I dwell on them. Right, right, right. You just think about moments that the franchise could have ch- turned a corner and didn't. Yeah, like the, the, you know, it's kind of like uh, the, the Patriots trading for Randy Moss. You know, they would have never had that that 07 team if they didn't trade for Moss when they did. And you know, who knows what happens then? I mean, yeah, fair enough. Um, and now we got Josh Gordon that people think is going to be kind of the same thing. So. 
I mean, I don't feel that way, but I don't hate I don't Josh like Gordon. Him either. I don't hate Josh Gordon. No, I don't like Josh Gordon. I think he's old and he smoked too much weed. And I mean, he didn't play for over a year. Thank you. I think he's That's... a little washed, and I can, I saw it in the game. Like he's not as fast as he used to be. He's he's still a good receiver. He's, a good receiver. Um, he's snatching balls he's out of the air. He's not like oh my god, Josh Gordon when he was in you know his second year and making these spectacular catches and exactly stretching the field like he looks gas when he hits those when he hits those long routes. Um, Robert, how do you feel about the comparison between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, or do you not? I think it's hard because they're 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 still from different eras. Because uh, I think Brady would have more similar numbers to Rodgers if he had started about the same time, because that was about when the passing explosion really hit. Right. Late 2000s. And the whole um, changes around defense, too. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that, that was, that's a huge deal. So the numbers would be better, but, I mean, I, they're different quarterbacks. They really are. You don't like – because like, I feel like it's a weekly, a weekly discussion on a various podcasts. New, whatever. I I think I think Rodgers is the best quarterback, like person that's played the position. But Tom Brady's the most successful, far and away. I mean, you can't argue that. That that to me, that's a argument you always win, because he's won all the rings. He's sustained high level of play for such a long time. He had one of the best statistical seasons ever for a quarterback. I mean, you can't argue that, but I just think Rodgers does things that Tom Brady never has done and never will do. But the way he plays the game is different, but Brady is definitely the most successful quarterback. See, the thing is, I feel like Rodgers is the best athlete playing, that's played quarterback. Like, the things he does, like the, the arm strength, the the accuracy, the like rolling out of the pocket, throwing off platform, throwing off the back foot, like, that. Too, that's all athletic shit, where I feel like the core things like a quarterback needs to do, like stand in the pocket, like move within that pocket, pick apart defenses, like change calls at the the line of scrimmage, not, you know, waiting for something to open up on the outside. Like those are the things that I see as being like a good quarterback. So like, I, I still feel like Tom Brady is the best quarterback. I just don't think he's as athletic as Aaron Rodgers. So when I'm talking about a player in the position, that's how Rodgers gets the edge is the athleticism. But as far as, like, football IQ, as far as, like, the the QB fundamentals, fundamentals beyond the athletic stuff, I don't know if I would give him that edge there. I, I think he's – they might be similar. I think the the team around the, – the, pro, the biggest problem with football is there's, you know, 11 guys on the field. There. So, you know, the offensive line has to work as a unit. I mean, the Patriots have had a, a fantastic offensive line for – years and years and years and that helps with helps brady with being able to stand in the pocket i mean we didn't what, a couple years ago we didn't when we made the super bowl we were getting he was getting slammed all the time that that's true but i i i think that's what rogers has dealt with for eight or nine years now i mean they haven't had they they don't have good injury luck i think it organizationally has helped brady i think if you swapped organizations i think Rodgers would probably still have the same would have the, the kind of Brady numbers. I don't think Brady would be able to do what Rodgers does because the organization I don't think helps Rodgers as much as it helps Brady. I, but you have to also think about the fact that he, um, like the organization, organization does help us, but 
in the same way that Brady's had to deal with a lot of different receivers coming in, a lot of different offensive coordinators coming in, having seasons without offensive coordinators, Rodgers has had pretty much, it like keeps had a go-to receiver. They had Jordan Nelson for so long. Now he has like Devontae. He's always had a number one receiver. We have like slot guys who come in and do that. I feel like the amount of rotation that goes along, like the way that Rodgers plays the game, like you need to know kind of where he's at and like come back to me and like know how to make a play after the actual play is over. Like that stuff to me requires something different than I feel like Tom can be like, you need to be where the play tells you to be at this precise moment and like get there not like wait for us to make something after the fact. Do you think that that same style will work in an organization like New England where things change so often? Uh, yeah, because he's gone through times where, uh, like two years ago, when they had to bring back, uh, who was it? James Jones. I mean, they had to. They went through so much, so many different receivers. When uh, I think that was your Jordy Nelson towards ACL in uh, preseason. Mm, yep, yep. Um, and then he yep. even bringing James Jones, it helped for like a game, but he still had all these different receivers that he had to figure out their kind of ticks. I just think it's a different way they, they play the game. I just I, – I don't think I'll – the only quarterback that, like, really I see, like, coming up to that level is uh, Mahomes. Like, I don't see anybody else getting on those – like, those guys' level. And it's just, like – I don't know. It, it's – seeing the physical stuff that, that Rodgers does just – puts it over for me i don't know i guess we're both kind of biased because there are quarterbacks i mean true and i'm trying to think about other players too because like yeah i I also like pat mahomes um but i I can't i can't think of anybody that has that uh, i don't want to say he's got the the brain because it's only a second year you know and and they no one has a ton of tape on him yet so they they can't really dissect how he plays but i mean you just see him throw 75 yard passes and that's like in the air that's nuts I, I mean, he I threw a dime to fucking Travis Kelsey in the end zone the other day. It was, like, right over the fingertips. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the physical stuff is great. I think it just comes down to what you value, right? Like, yeah, I think Roger's going to give you those wild plays. He's going to give you that, um, you know, those that Hail Mary. Hail Mary, That yeah, rolling yeah. out to do whatever. I – there's something that I enjoy about the very cerebral, methodical grind that I just don't think is part of Rogers game. Like at least that he doesn't emphasize it. He, I'm sure he could probably do it, but he doesn't need to. Um, you hate that Aaron is like this gun slinging, slinging, chill. I'm going to go on the not chill. Field. That is the worst I know, but that's, that's the vibe though. He's like a very, do you know what I mean? Like he, that is the vibe and nothing sticks to him, right? Like he could play like shit and everyone's like, Oh, everyone let him down. And it's like, yeah, but the end of the fucking game, he only made two passes in the fourth. Oh no. There, there are games he plays bad. What was uh the Redskins game? That, they oh, yeah, lost. When you said he he bad. Beer. that was, that was funny. Granted, he had a sprained knee that he was still playing back from that I don't think he should have played, but that, you know, that's, he has bad games. Uh, last year. Oh, no. Uh, I know he has he bad games. Back. I'm saying the meat, like everyone, the media does not acknowledge he has a bad game. Like, there's no, oh, like, yeah. oh, there's oh, no, oh, like, oh, is Rodgers yeah. over now because he had two bad games in a row? It's like no one's having those conversations where I feel like Brady constantly has to prove himself and, like, that. I, I Part of it's because like... he's 40. I mean, true. So he's in, like, he's in, like, uncharted territory. I think yeah. I want to see what Rodgers starts doing once the athleticism goes away. Yes. Yes. So, what? So then that that's that's not going to happen for another, I don't know, three four years. 
But I also feel like they're already, like, ready for him to transition into, like, a broadcaster or just a commercial guy. Because he already does, like, discount double check and all. He's a media personality. He is a... He's not just a football player. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like that's why he he feels like just like the guy next door. Like he's super accessible. And I'm I feel like the public is like opens his arms for to like opens our arms to him for that. Like, cool. It's great that you're amazing at football, but you're also funny. You know what I mean? It's like this weird relatability that I don't think Brady has. I think he's like working on it. Definitely. He's trying. Brady yeah. is definitely trying this year. Um, he's like, as he's, he's filling that like cool dad role. That like, the, yeah, yeah, I can see it. Um, so speaking, do you think that, Rod, like, I feel like there's something in terms of like making that transition. If you have gifts that you rely on for your success, like, isn't it much harder to like then transition to life without those? Where I feel like Brady can sustain his excellence for so long because he was never that physically gifted in that way that, like, it's always been about technical tweaks here, like, being smarter on the field, like, working on precision. Like, it's been a different kind of career that has led to that. Do you think that, that he could have that longevity? Yeah. I mean, I, the my, my biggest issue is they need to have some sort of continuity on the offensive line because that, to me, is where it makes or breaks, especially as a quarterback is older because – uh, one of the like some of the better years he has is when the offensive line has great health. They don't get hurt. Whereas the worst years he has is when he has to scramble around all the time instead of just every once in a while, you know, breaking out of the pocket or rolling out here, rolling out there. Uh, I don't know, I mean, man. If, that you, seven you, game you can, if you went on last year, that's all he was doing all year. Well, if you, you could look at um, it was four years ago when he had that real bad. Uh, ankle sprain and they went all the way to NFC championship game and I mean he was playing out of pistol he couldn't really move yeah, I remember that so I mean, he still played excellent excellent against a very very good defense granted it was also like the fifth time he had played in uh in like four years but uh, he, I he has it in him I just think that unless he absolutely needs to do it he's still going to you know, roll out whenever he wants to. He's going to try and extend the play and, and do everything he can. I think he'll definitely need a more creative offense. You'll need someone like a Josh McDaniels working yes. on. Oh, you know, man. I, I hate Mike McCarthy so much. <laughs> I, I mean, a Super Bowl win gets, gets these coaches so much leeway that I, I ugh, ugh. Yeah, well, then you change up and you're like, what the fuck? when something else doesn't go right. So I've had friends who've been like, I want them to fire this person. And they get the new coach and like, oh, never mind. This has been rough. I don't know what that feels like. We always have a new coach. <laughs> new coach or a new quarterback or both or everything. Are you worried about Jay now that the injuries are probably going to derail the season? I don't care. Really? I'm not that attached to Jay. Like his play calling sometimes is very questionable to me. Um, like he's had success, but again, like I've been through this. It's like if your parents split up and your mom goes through twelve boyfriends. Like it's oh, like wow. okay, cool. Like, are you gonna put a ring on it? No, nope. same shit. Like I'm not getting. You know what I mean? It's just kind of crazy. Yeah. It's like I've done this. I've never. I've never liked them when they've had a consistent coach or a consistent quarterback. When Joe Gibbs came back, it was like, 
the biggest thing in the world. And then he didn't even know the rules for real anymore. Like I remember when they <laughs> played the Bills. The challenges. That was the biggest. It was it was the game after Sean Taylor died and everyone was like hype and like emotional. And I think he called two timeouts on a field goal attempt or something like that. So he iced him twice in a row and you weren't you're not allowed to do that anymore, but you were allowed to do that back in the day and like it caused a penalty. It was just a whole shit show. Um, so I'm I'm used to a shit show. I am used to this. What's happening now? Again, over and over again. But yeah, that's all. I guess last question before we switch uh, segments. Do you do you think that they will let go of Mike McCarthy anytime soon? I think if we go, I think if we go eight seven and one or you know seven eight and one, I think they will. Just because this they, season, they, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Just because it's another kind of mediocre thing. You don't see any development from. I mean, like, how many how many quarterbacks now have we not seen development from that they've drafted and have played a couple games or went somewhere else and were unsuccessful? I mean, you, there's a ton of them now. Boykin and uh, and they got uh, Kaiser who looked terrible in the, yeah. the game he had to go in. Uh, God, I'm, I'm trying to rack them up. Matt Flynn. That's right, Matt Flynn. I mean, all these quarterbacks that they drafted have gone somewhere else and look absolutely horrendous. Um, they're just not developing people real well, I don't think. So you think the GM's probably going to be gone too? Yeah, I think a clean house. I mean, I, I mean, uh, they just hired Panette as the uh, defensive coordinator, and he's looked fine. I mean, it's a, the first year that we've finally gotten rid of the corpse that is Dom Capers. Oh, wow. I hate <laughs> I hated Dom Capers. For five or six years now. That's aggressive. I disliked him immensely, but he's finally gone, and it looks defense looks fine. So yeah, clean house. Fair enough. And do you have That's a good. do you have a um, a coach you'd have your eye like you're like oh I would love if this person left their job to come here. Andy Reid, but he's not available. Um, not not really. Uh, like Bruce Arians would be great, but he's he just he just yesterday said that he would only coach the Browns. That's the only team. He would that was so of. weird. Yeah, I was like, who the fuck yeah. is waiting for the Browns? I, I'm sure. Well, he was he was the he was the offensive coordinator when they last went to the playoffs with Derek Anderson. Oh wow! So he kind of he has a like a weird connection to the city. Right, right. So there's kind of that. You don't want to Gruden. No, <laughs> I do not want a single. I'd rather have Jay than Mike, or John, John, John. I was like, who the fuck is Mike Gruden? Is there a no? I'd rather have Jay than John. John is awful. Oh my John god! Is, you didn't that's... hear? Everyone's calling Oakland for a job. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Yeah, they can't wait. Black. Yeah, but that they. Yeah, they might be looking for a head coach after they buy him out for his ten year contract. No they're way. He's got at least he's got at least three they're or four not. years. They're not. And the moves they made, no, they're like trusting him for now. Yeah. I yes, he's gonna make it through half that contract. They have to. They don't really have a choice at this point. He traded away their whole damn team. <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, so I, I can't there's not really the coach out there, but just something different. Okay. A different style. Maybe maybe some weird college coach who knows it's so weird because i like dj constantly... durkin is available who dj durkin is available oh okay. god nice. i'd I like my players to not die in practice <laughs> right nice transition yes well wait i hope he gets a good coach and i hope he gets 
all the players. I want to see. Oh, that was nice. I want to see this peak Rogers that had that everyone's been holding him back from. I want to see it. I want to see that. Um, we, you, you you don't remember when he won the MVP? Oh, so I mean no. I've seen him play one. good. I've seen him play good, but I feel like it was still like he had to. They were, the narrative is he's compensating for other people. I want to see when everyone else is around him, like, is it just so above and beyond anything I've ever seen before? Because I saw that season. It was great. But I've also seen, you know, Brady a couple of years ago only through two interceptions. It wasn't, you know, that much more special to me. Um, so, yeah, I just want to see him at peak. I want to see that, that peak value. Um, and you won't get that with Mike McCarthy. No. So. No. So here's good luck. See you guys on the other side. Yep. Hey. What, what was that that just died in the background? Um, we were discussing winners and losers of the week and how I don't really have one. <sighs> and my brother said that the winners of the week are non-Maryland football players. They don't have to worry about dying. Wow. Stressful. So here's our encroachment topic. Yes, that is a interesting segue. <laughs> um, do you want to give us some background on that situation? Um, well, we did a podcast about it during the preseason. Yes. Um, so a, reg- or a freshman died um, at a, the first unofficial but fake mandatory practice um, at Maryland. He was not treated well at all. Um, he basically, I think he had to do 10, 110 yard sprints. He didn't make it through that exercise at all. There are a lot of lies about what happened. Um, but basically he was walked to the athletic, um, training facility and they waited 45 minutes to call, uh, paramedics. All they really had to do, not all they really had to do, but all they should have done was to put him directly in the ice bath, which is pretty much the consensus from everyone about how you should treat someone that's being, it's overheating. Um, they didn't, and he ended up dying, and the parents are suing the shit out of the university, which, why not? Um, I hope you get a lot of money. I hope you destroy everything in your path. Like, that's kind of ridiculous. Um, I didn't even hear about that part. What's the dam- what damages are they trying to get? Do you know the number? Um, they haven't released it yet, but that's why all of this is happening, because they sued the school, or they're, pursu- they're pursuing with the case, um, because that's why it was shady because the president no one spoke about it there is no official statement from the university until the parents um decided to pursue a case um they also had there's a lot more information out um between the two weeks where he was admitted to the hospital and he died like i believe i said that there's a gofundme for some type of transplant and medical costs before the mcnair kid died um but all that has been removed so now there's no information online because it is all in a criminal slash civil proceeding damn um so uh basically everyone was found liable um dj well who wasn't found liable uh durkin was not found liable that's bullshit durkin durkin was found that was durkin was found liable by the first investigation there were two though a private one and then an official ncaa one so durkin was not technically found liable Oh, by the official Maryland one, suck my dick, Maryland. You can't have your own official investigation when you fucked up. It was a toxic program, but it wasn't toxic. Oh, my gosh. That's what they said. Oh, so 
it was a toxic program. Basically, it was a terrible program. Everyone should be fired. And then did you see that one of, like, the kicker someone decided to, like, or it was leaked that he was the one that he was one of the people that anonymously, like, went to these sources um, an investigation and the players beat his ass like what had to be called yes he got stitches, wow. he got stitches. yes there's an assault case now for the players that's insane that's wild and it's not a it's a toxic untoxic program get out of here this is crazy this is wild like it's not is it that serious i don't know so this is a whole you know this is this is great lovely um great <laughs> what a yeah i don't even know it's like every week it's i'm it's something i'm like nervous when i get espn updates it's either an injury for my team or maryland's acting a fool um but yeah so i guess what one of the board of the guys on the board of regents did not recommend durkin to be fired so then it came out that he wasn't they weren't he wasn't going to get fired but then they fired him anyway so then he had to resign it's just like this whole clusterfuck then Tim Tebow commented on it, like, "Oh, fucking Tim Tebow, that shit pissed me off." What does he do? Is he still relevant? He's a broadcaster, right? I thought so. I don't. I don't know I don't what know. network he's on because I never see it. He's oh, on ES- SEC SEC Network. Which is- SEC Network. What the hell? Uh, so I would never see that. Well, you know what? That does make sense though, because is that part of ESPN, Robert? I think they have like a broadcasting agreement, something like that. Because I think it's Stephen still- A calls him his like his colleague Tim Tim Tebow. On. Yeah, like I, I think that they're. I don't think I don't remember if ESPN owns it or they just get the broadcasting rights for it, oh. and then SEC still owns it, kind of like the that Big Ten sense. Network. That makes sense. But they have a broadcast agreement. Got it. Hmm. What are your thoughts of of this on uh, anyone? Um, I mean, so. Yeah, let's see what Robert has to say first. Um, I saw it coming a mile away. When was your? When did your mile begin? Um, as <laughs> when soon did as, start? as soon as <laughs> the kid died, yeah, and everyone was placed on administrative leave, yeah, I, mean, I saw it coming a mile away that they weren't going to fire him. Oh, really? Yeah, because they have to to not pay out 65% of his remaining contract they would have to fire him with cause but the problem with firing anybody with cause is they can then sue you for the remainder they can sue you saying that oh no it wasn't really for cause they just fired me because blank so then they have to pay for the legal fees Mm. so they end up spending millions of dollars anyway in a legal battle I mean, their legal battle now, that's probably a drop in the bucket of, like versus what they're paying for yeah, but, case. Yeah, but that's not what they think. And then there's the factor of, for some reason, the boosters love him. So the boosters oh. were telling, uh, like, the, the regent, the chair of the regents yeah. to keep him, that we want him, we want Durkin. So that was part of it because they need all this money since they're spending millions upon millions of dollars for these facilities they don't need. Mm. That's crazy. So, yeah. I just, I feel like if Maryland was a good, like the Ohio State thing, like that whole scandal with the sexual assault of the, or the assault of the one of the coaches, right? His wife. And then his wife found out about it, so he knew about it, but then the coach didn't like do anything with Urban Meyer. Yeah. I feel like, okay, cool, Ohio oh, yeah, State. Yeah, that's Ohio State, yeah. 
you have a prolifically great team. Maryland, you have been trash for a long time. Like you're not even, you're not even, there's no excuse for you to have a toxic environment for why, why you don't even have a winning record. Like you're toxic just to suck. Like you're ta- like you're beating up other players for like. Trying for, to protect you. Yeah. For what? To do what? Like. I don't know. Maryland doesn't even have that big of a presence in the NFL. Like the black, what we have, Stefan Diggs. Yeah, which I, I was shocked to find out. I don't even know if Darius Hayward Bay still plays. Vernon Davis, who still plays. There's a few. There's a couple, but it's not like you don't go to Maryland to be known. You're not Alabama. Yeah. You're not like Clemson, Michigan, Ohio State. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. I'm confused by it, by it all. Yeah, I. I mean, we, we've we talked about how I feel about just how I think at, uh, college sports brings down academia in general. And I think that this is a prime example of that. Um, and I think that the Tim Tebow comment is particularly exemplary of that because his whole point was, you know, they did the they did a little investigation within Maryland. They cleared DJ Durkin. They used that as a pretext to, you know, say he's, we're going to welcome him back. Um and then students and parents were upset and were protesting and were writing and calling. And so the school changes change course as they should because mm-hmm. they're institution there to serve the students. And Tim Tebow's like, you make allegedly. a decision, you got to stick with it. Wait, what happened? I said allegedly. Oh, allegedly, right? Yeah, they're like, you got to stick with it. And you can't buy the social media pressure. You can't buy the pressure. It's like, if you make a dumbass decision, you should not stick with it just because you decide. Like, what does that mean? Well, we talked about this before. Like, what if the NFL just changed their stance on the nailing thing like they did this year? Everything they did on that issue this year is way too late. If they did this before, if you changed your mind, it would have, it, not that it would have been fine, but you know what I mean? It wouldn't have turned into what it is now, right? Right. I mean, like, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Changing your mind is okay. And being stubborn about it is what usually causes fucking problems. But also, I feel like Tim Tebow is talking about it from, like, a organizational point of view. Like, the NFL, like, a team. Like, this is a college. This isn't just a football team. Like, this exactly. is a university, a public university. And he's putting students at harm. Like, that is different than players getting paid millions of dollars to do whatever the fuck you know right. they don't get paid at all yeah like what are you talking about so like the fact that a student died like, if a student diet is part of their program i think they need a clean house period absolutely so 100%. there should be no like i mean you can do an investigation for the sake of an investigation but like all of y'all gotta fucking go because nobody stepped up to do the right thing right i don't care yeah. who was technically liable or not liable or whatever like Nobody spoke up. People didn't call. Like, is if you were present insane. that day and you still like held stuff under the thing for two weeks, yeah, this is not. Fuck? And again, not to like marginalize any type of terrible thing that happens, but this is not just an assault. This is not just like a sexual deviance. This is someone died. Like someone legit died. <laughs> They're no longer here because of attending a practice. Right. And not just, like, doing what they're supposed to be doing, but, like, enduring harsh, like, don't fucking say anything. Like, this person telling you they're having issues, you're not attending to them. Like, it was extra. 
So I, yeah, I have no oh, What? I just got an update from ESPN. Oh, on? Three-star wide receiver Dino Tomlin, son of Steelers coach Mike Tomlin, becomes a first recruit to commit to Maryland since September. Oh, interesting. That's interesting. Mike Tomlin will come beat that ass. His name is Dino Tomlin? Dino Tomlin. I would not mess with any of Mike Tomlin's offspring. I think Mike Tomlin is secretly crazy. I don't think it's a secret. He looks crazy. (laughs) He does look fucking nuts. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't have anything else to say about Maryland. It's just a hot-ass mess, and I'm glad that he's gone. So, winners and losers. Who's your winner? Robert, you have winners or winners? I mean, my winner is me because I don't have to keep talking about the Cowboys in a positive way. I am my own winner, (laughs) if that's possible. I'm glad that I came to this, like, agreement with Sam because I'm kind of over it. It it got a little difficult for me, especially since my team was good and theirs are not. Um, Yeah. I guess the Browns are a winner because they don't have Hugh Jackson as a head coach anymore. Or uh, Todd Haley, right? Yeah. Yeah, both of them got fired. Well, Greg Williams is much better, but, man, Hard Knock was so funny. It was. It was. I actually, I actually kind of enjoyed it. It was messy, but I enjoyed it. Um, let's see. My winner of the week. Well, I know is Dez a winner or a loser of the week? Dez? Dez, Dez is getting, it, Dez he's getting with a trial the with the Saints. I mean, yeah. if they sign him, he's a fucking winner. <laughs> the fact that he hasn't been signed, I still think is a little insane. Um, just for his big body and like, I feel like you can make that work. Big body bends. Huh? Big, yeah, I just think like you can make you can make that work. Like I don't know why he doesn't have a job, but whatever. Um, Do you think the Cowboys feel like losers because they had all this potential and it's just clearly yeah, not doing them any good? Clearly not. I mean, Zeke is being wasted um, with just their predictable play calling. Like I know. So okay. yeah, they're they're my loser. Great, I figured it out. I don't have any. Oh my god, I was not prepared. Don't worry, I wasn't either. Did Robert go yet? Robert, who's your loser? My loser? Yeah. Who's your loser of the week? Um, man, I feel bad for Matt Stafford. Oh, he's oh. just cut. Oh, damn, ten sacks, right? That was ugly. Yeah, it was. He's my yeah. I mean, he's been hit quite a lot in his career, but God, it just feels so bad. They they were so confident at the start of the season. Ugh. And that's your boy Matt Patricia, Michelle. I know. <laughs> I just think he's attractive, and it also irritates oh my, my sister. Oh my God! <laughs> what? Wait, do you think he's attractive? <laughs> in like a homo kind of way, I guess. Oh my. Did you I say a homo what or is a that hobo? Mean, hobo? Hobo, 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 okay. hobo, 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 hobo. I was like, that's an interesting. Uh... It was about to go down. <laughs> I mean, he's got that that bear kind of look, I guess. I like him. I think he's a. Tra- oh. He was my number one when we ranked the at- co- attractiveness of coaches. Why are you disgusted in my choice? He was ahead of Sean McVay. Yeah, Sean McVay was too like easy of a choice. McVay was number two. 
Clearly, my brother does not listen to my own podcast that he's on. How rude. Shit. Yeah, we did do our top five sexiest coaches. Yeah, mine was Matt Patricia. I really like, I really think he's attractive. I don't know. If I brought Matt Patricia home, you would not be upset. Yeah, I would. Why? Wait. See, bringing well, home Matt no, Patricia, no, Robert, is something different to bringing home a man that is like Matt Patricia. So, like, if she yeah, brought I home a dude that just looked Matt like Matt Patricia, Patricia that's different. <laughs> then we can be upset. I just, it's from, from. Even though he has a wife and kids, we're going to ignore that. From, a, from Michelle's previous record. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't expect that to come home. Let's that's put that rude. way. Fair enough. That's, that's rude. rude. But that's true. <laughs> um, okay, I got it. So my my loser of the week is fucking Le'Veon Bell because he decided to come back from Miami all of a sudden. Oh, true. That's a good one. And I'm sorry, bro. This whole holdout thing, just it just did nothing for your value. What was the purpose? I, I, James Conner had balled out. If anything, you've, I feel like you've cost yourself money with this. He, I understand why he did it. I just it just ended up not doing what he wanted. Like it, it just turned out that they had what was it Connor Lamb? Is that the, John, the... Connor Lamb is the uh, house candidate in <laughs> Philadelphia? <laughs> I mean, in, I'm Philadelphia, in Pennsylvania. Um, so no, that what's, is definitely what's the running back is, is it James Connor? Connor. Yeah, James Connor. He's okay. one with cancer, right? He had cancer. Oh. Yeah, no, but he, and he turned out to be a amazing good running back. Yeah, that's, that's just that's that's just what happened. So I I get what he did. Because I think he's he's not quite Todd Gurley, but he's a you know a, a slight step below that. No, it's I mean just... yeah, he's definitely top like he's top five. He definitely deserves he deserved to get paid. I just think it didn't work out for him because again that nobody expects their backup to fill that role so well. Um, but apparently, by some metrics, they're better with James Conner than they have been with Le'Veon Bell in recent years. So, oh, wow. yeah, that was that was shocking to me. Um, and then of course my winner of the week is going to be fucking Brady for coming out of that 12 versus 12 matchup. I just... I just rolled my eyes. I wish you could have seen it. I'm sorry. I just... I, I was coming. I could have imagined... I was just, like, imagining... I was so anxious this whole week because I was like, I'm just imagining the headlines if we do not win this game. So your winner is you. So you, because you don't have to deal with it. That's who your winner Honestly, is. Honestly, yes. The winner is me. For real. Like, <laughs> I just... It, I don't have to deal with that fucking bullshit for one week. It was very... It was... Yes. You're right. You're right. Thank you for giving me clarity on that. (laughs) I was not subjected to the narrative ad nauseum. Yes. Um, And I still got to watch a good game. So, yeah, uh, that is me. I'm the winner. You're the winner. I'm the winner. On that note, good night. Good night. Yeah. I always say good night. People don't know we record at night. What do we record? Yeah. I should just say goodbye, I guess. Yeah, but what if they listen to it in the middle of the day? That's weird. That's what I'm saying. Now I I should just start saying goodbye. Uh, Yeah. Adios, man. Adios. Yeah. Next week. (laughs) 